At this point, the Jews were near the southern border of Moab. Again, this is all east of Israel, where Jordan is today. But since, as we saw, the Moabites had denied them passage, the Israelites journeyed eastward, skirting the southern border of Moab, and camped in a place called Ovot. And then they moved northward, and they camped by the ruins of the two passes, the pass that leads towards Mount Nebo, which is where Moshe will pass away, and um, which itself is the pass from the original border of Moab to the territory of the Amorites. They journeyed northward from the ruins of the, of the pass along the eastern border, border and encamped at Divangad in the valley of the Zered River. Hashem told Moshe at this point that although the people were approaching Amnon, Amon, which lay somewhat beyond the river, they should not try to conquer it either, for it's not part of the land that they would conquer. He also did not want them to attack the Ammonites because one of King Solomon, Shlomo's wives, would descend from them. Furthermore, whereas Hashem had allowed the people to frighten, raid, and plunder the Moabites, he forbade them from doing that from the Ammonites because although the Moabites and Ammonites were cousins, remember, the two daughters of Lot slept with their father, and they both had a son. The first one had Moab, and the second one had Ammon. But the second one had been more modest than the first one. She just emulated her sister's behavior. She didn't initiate. So their ancestry wasn't as immoral. But Hashem told Moshe they should wage war with the Amorites and conquer the land, for this territory was permitted for them. In other words, there's the Ammonites and the Amorites, the Ammon and Emor, Emori. The Emori they can conquer. So they go next to where the Amorites are, and as the Arnon River emptied into the Dead Sea, it passed between Moab and Emori, flowing through a gorge between two cliffs. On the southern Moabite side of the river, there were caves in the cliffs. On the northern side, there were rocky projections opposite these caves. So what happened was the Amorites hid in the caves, maliciously planning to bombard the Israelites with arrows when they passed below along the river. But as the Israelites approached, the northern cliff, which would soon be possessed by the Israelites, trembled in anticipation for this, as it were, and thus the rocky projections entered the caves and killed the Amorites hidden there. When the cliff returned to its place, the blood and limbs of the Amorites fell off the projections into the raven below, the raven. Hashem then made the well that accompanied the Israelites on their journey descend into this river of blood and limbs and miraculously ascend back and flow all around it, displaying um, their limbs, especially their powerful muscular arms, so that the people would know the miracle that Hashem performed them and appreciate it. Quite a gory sight, if you ask me. Therefore, concerning this encampment, it is told whenever people recount the wars that Hashem fought for the Jewish people, that just as we relate what miracles he gave the Israelites at the Sea of Reeds, Kriyas Yamsuf, where he fought for them and did nothing, so we should relate the miracles he performed for them at the valley of the Arnon River. Unfortunately, this miracle is not very known, but it should be. It's in the Torah, and it's an incredible story. When Hashem fought the enemies by himself. Specifically, the spillage of Ammonite blood and limbs into the valley that resulted when the cliff moved southward towards the dwelling of Ar, the capital city 
of Moab and leaned towards the border of Moab. From there it went to the well. This is the well which Hashem had said to Moshe, gather the people and I will give them water. Then when they realized that Hashem performed a miracle for them, Israel sang the song, Ali Be'er, ascend O well. Shirullah will sink to it. It is a well dug by Moshe and Aaron, our princes, carved out by the nobles of the people through Moshe, the lawgiver, with their staffs, as we said that each of the 12 tribes' leaders would take their staff to the beginning of the well and make a line that carried all the way to where their camp was, and that would become a ditch through which the water flowed to their tribe. And from the desert, Hashem gave us as a gift, it is a well that flows into channels dug by princes of each tribe at every staff, every stop with their staff, in order to bring water to their respective tribes. After it was given to us as a gift, it descended with us to the valleys, and from the valleys it ascended to the heights. From the heights it will descend into the valley of Moab, where Moshe will die at the top of the peak of Mount Nevo, which overlooks the wastelands. There it will stop and resurface in the Sea of Galilee, from whence it overlooks the wastelands. Moshe's name is not mentioned in the song, because he was punished for striking the rock when attempting to restore the well. And since Moshe's name is not mentioned in it, Hashem did not allow himself, God himself, to be mentioned in it either.